0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Ladies and
2: gentlemen, welcome to Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Central. I mean, I think this is my second one now. How lucky am I? I get to host another Central. I can't believe they let me do it. Anyway, you know what the drill is, guys. It's us discussing the events of the past week because wrestling is very exciting during a global pandemic. Who would have thunk it? But this week, I am joined with three of a great variety of our panelists today. First up, We have someone who will probably keep banging on about Kenny Omega being his captain for the draft season. It is David Hockney.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to emphasize the point home because me and Robert are going to win this whole thing despite the fact that we're a heavy Wednesday night team for this draft.
0: Good for you, Dave. You (laughs) can keep telling yourself that. And next up, we've got someone who is currently, after the first night, (laughs) I can't even say the first week, the first night, who is currently neck and neck with myself in Strack we have Mr. Grant McRobbie.
3: Pleasure to be here and Mr. Omega is my captain. Your hopes are getting rattled harder than Jack's chances in a car park. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Ooh.
1: Um,
0: Jack, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, I can't control him. Um, Well, we, we have somebody else here. We have somebody else here that is just as brutal when it comes to pissing people off, it is Ross.
4: Yes, and I, I'm here to defend Jack, my my good partner on oh, the priesthood, <laughs> represented by and priest. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> priest. And I mean, I mean, Grant uh, Gran made reference to Jack's fondness of dogging, you know, I, I, I have a fondness of Jack, not Jack's personal life, so I can't really comment to that, but what I would say is week one, slow and steady. We're keeping them going. <laughs> We're not blowing a load just like Jack yet.
0: I was going to so say that's things you can say oh, in the draft yeah. and also in bed. So well done <laughs> Ross, well done.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> How are you guys doing this week? Have you been enjoying the past week of uh, of wrestling?
4: I was enjoying my week until Grant's savage attack on my tag partner, but other than that, aye, it's <laughs> been
2: okay. Yeah, Grant's just, <laughs> the mean, bar. Grant's just set the bar for this central now. Like, I don't think I've seen him as savage in such a while.
3: Is, that's you call that's it some a, strong talk coming from the number three boy in Smackdown Live. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: number three boy.
4: Oh, right, <laughs> God, I think i think. I'm
0: talking to you, not Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, besides the the abundance of snow in Glasgow this week I know that Grant's had a fun time with the snow so that's just probably why he's got a, lo- a whole bunch of confidence I'm not gonna lie but yes we will start with the key talking points now I will start off it's just like a little something i seen seen uh, on Britt Baker's Twitter that she seems to hate Star Wars fans so I don't want to make a nice big comment about Britt Baker and her hatred towards Star Wars fans
2: like why hate Star Wars? Like, is it just? Uh, but I, I really don't don't understand where this this sudden hatred's coming from.
0: I mean, she just said that it's, it's like an illness, you know. I'm busted up in radio. <laughs> uh,
2: is, 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 is Do you think it's the equivalent of saying oh, you hate? Uh, like, say if it was any of us saying, "Oh, we hate uh, Twilight fans" or something because it's all soppy and stuff. But or do we hate? I don't know, do we hate Star Trek either? You know, you, you could apply it to anything, but you know, we're just different people with different interests and stuff. It's a bit seems a bit you know a bit out there, don't you think?
0: Oh, uh, no, grant we do call I Star Wars. Of I
2: hate lots.
4: Of yep. I I'll I've got a long list of people and things that I hate. I'll take it from here, but um, <laughs> People's Knees. Star Trek, the original series. William Shatner's wig William Shatner's knees Milksteak <laughs> Man the musical and other non-Charlie Day related things
0: uh, yeah it was just something i randomly seen this morning that she's she's coming she's coming at Star Wars fans for I don't know apparently being an illness
4: I don't well that's a bit harsh that. I've never seen that but I was about to say like I don't think it's that it's it's one of those ones people use on Twitter to get, like, easy interaction and all that. It's like, unpopular popular opinion, I don't like Game of Thrones. Unpopular popular opinion, I don't like football. I don't like this. I don't like that. Like, who gives a fuck?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's just different people like different things, as we said. <laughs>
4: Well, well, as you can we'll, see, I'm very, I'm very up for that news no story.
0: There, I it fuck. I know. I was going to say it wasn't really a news story. It was just something that I'd, I was sitting listening to busted open radio because you know that's something I like to do apparently. Um, and she just said that you know Star Wars is an illness, and I was like, hmm. oh.
2: And, and yet some of us have taken part in uh, Star Wars gauntlet quizzes as well, hosted by David Campbell on first time YouTube.
4: I'd, uh, I'd, I'd hesitate to say Star Wars is an illness when coronavirus is an illness and she's broke many a lockdown procedure, so <laughs> let's, uh, let's not throw stones at that glass house there, shall we, Britt?
0: No. I mean, I can't really say much. She's in my, my draft team, so... Exactly. A,
3: a reprehensible person for a reprehensible team. Let's just go with a simple thing. like Let's face it, what are you more excited to see? Star Wars or a fucking dentist? Exactly. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good analogy, actually. <laughs> like,
0: she's a very pretty dentist.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, we well, didn't they- go- Galgado. I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> didn't know it's having Britt Baker as a dentist.
4: Isaac Yankum has now moved to second on the stupidest dentist gimmicks list.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, that was just a little something just to get us started off. But it was something else I seen uh, on Instagram today that. Eric and Sarah Logan welcomed their wee baby to the world. <laughs> Isn't that cute?
1: Yep.
2: Wee Raymond Cash Row. Apparently she went through 44 hours of labour as well, which is two straight days. Like, and I know they sort of ripped the piss of it in Friends, you know, where they had uh, Rachel going through, I think it was uh, 36 hours of labour, but, and then she eventually got there. But, you know, this, this just outdoes it by quite a, quite a bit.
0: Yeah, because they, they, they count from the second that the water's break, because that's technically when you're in labor. Mm-hmm. So, so, but being very, very uncomfortable and trying to push a wall in out of water, wallon, a watermelon <laughs> out of your vagina, when you know, I, good on her. I couldn't do it.
4: You just said the vagina there, as in VCH, <laughs> <laughs> is that, that is what the new was
0: word. For? It is the vagina. V-
3: I thought that's where coronavirus was made. In I the China. That,
4: The ninth wonder of the world.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. But yeah, so, we will give a nice um, welcome to the world of a, you know, a baby viking. Because you can't have enough of those in the world. <laughs> Gran, I know the, um New Japan has been having quite a few shows lately in the lead up to uh, what's, what is their next show again? I can't remember.
3: Well, we've just had a new beginning um, in Hiroshima, um, literally just today, as we're recording.
0: Yes, because um, all I know um, is that Hiromo beat Sho, and I'm very happy because yep, we're on Hiromu. the road to Hiromo versus Ibushi, and it is going to be a crazy match.
3: And then in an incredibly bold move they had their heavyweight tag match go for 30 minutes and end in a disqualification, pissing people off left, right, and centre, which I think is hilarious. <laughs>
0: see that's um, not even something that new japan tend to do as well which just makes it even funnier mm.
2: you'd, you'd get that something you'd get something like that out of uh, wwe's playbook like maybe something you'd see on a pay-per-view or maybe raw or smackdown this is like the if this happened in wwe it's something you wouldn't want to see in nxt you know imagine uh cole versus gargano 2 going for 30 plus minutes and finishing in a dq like how stupid uh, would that be and how pissed off would the fans be at that
4: i think oh. like news are saying um that obviously it's not something new japan usually does but uh i think because obviously coronavirus they did not have as many shows it's now like it's like if you're if you're watching the football at the minute it's like you know every time there's an available slot there's a game 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 so like new japan is sort of not Not in the same way WWE is, but they're kind of on the road a lot more now. And it is sort of a thing WWE would do, like maybe the pay-per-view after or before WrestleMania. We're just coming off Wrestle Kingdom. So maybe it is just a, like, look, we've got all these matches and bookings we need to honour, but we need to just kind of get to the next pay-per-view and not
3: give too much away. (laughs) It's clever how they've done it for the story. It does make sense for the whole like like shows leading up to Tai Chi eventually mm-hmm. losing the plot. And yeah. I don't know if you noticed, Sarah, but we've also got two more matches confirmed. We're going to get ELP and Hiromu and then ELP and Ishimori against Haruma <laughs> and Bushi. So we've got two junior tag matches and singles matches coming.
0: Uh, I love ELP. It's a very big shame that they decided not to let him do commentary anymore.
3: I, st- I still think the story behind him having the most dangerous super kick in wrestling is incredible hear, hear this guys the reason his superkick is so deadly it's not a loaded boot because he's super kicking trees in Canada for the last nine months during the pandemic <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love ELP so much
2: go get some lumber for the fire for those long winter nights <laughs> <laughs> it proper sounds like a, like a Chuck Norris story come to life mm. hey, you heard one story that Chuck Norris can actually unscramble an egg
0: <laughs> but this is not going to turn into a Chuck Norris thing Grant please keep us keep us away from Chuck Norris
4: no it's a thing turning into Chuck Norris that's what it is right that's good Chuck Norris is <laughs>
3: <laughs> Nah, but like New beginners definitely been a, a, wee, a wee exciting run Castle Attacks coming up in a couple like just about two weeks as well as, and we're also getting Moxley vs. Kenta so you Nine know J- mm-hmm. J- Japan is going all out with it they're on them uh,
2: and, Kenta, mean, and it's not just New Japan; Kent showing up in. But I'm sure we'll get to that at some point, won't we, Sarah?
0: Well, yeah, we'll move. We'll move right on to that. You know, um, you know, Kent appeared in AEW. I mean, it's not like it's a big deal or anything, guys. But he turned up in AEW. Wow. And, you know, it was a very, very shocking thing because at that point, at this point, we were like, mm, "Are they going to have a working relationship with New Japan? Are they?" And then they finally announced well obviously John Moxley turned up on um New Japan Strong. But we didn't expect Kenta to just come, you know, sauntering into Jacksonville, into the ring and battering at John Moxley, and you're like, That's Kenta. That's <laughs> <you know> Kenta.
2: <laughs> this actually raises an interesting point because now that Kent has shown up in AEW, AEW and Moxley showed up in New Japan once again, because he—he, am I right saying he's still the IWGP United States champion?
3: Yep, he is.
2: Well, I mean, they've already got this deal sort of going with Impact at the minute, you know, the Good Brothers have been showing up, Private Park has been showing up on Impact, and, you know, there's this bit of crossover feud between uh, AEW and Impact. Can you imagine the possibilities if they managed to incorporate New Japan stars into that front as well? Obviously, it'll be a little bit trickier because obviously they're on different continents. But um, in, if anybody, I think if anybody can, if anybody's going to make this work, it's probably going to be Tony Khan.
0: Yeah, yep. But gradually, <laughs> when um, John Boxer went and turned up in New Japan, did you ex- expect to see Kent turning up in AEW like he did?
3: I had an inkling to it because Ken had been tweeting about like how far is it how far is it to get to Jacksonville <laughs> and it is known that he, he does live in Florida normally yeah so this is where like Japan like the, the Japan guys you're not going to get like six of would love it if the likes like Suzuki and that appeared because Suzuki himself said I hey, I've still got fucking business with Moxley thank you very much <laughs> you know that would be great but keeping it realistic we have still got a fair few guys based in the US
1: mm-hmm.
3: so so it's not impossible for other things to come in um, as long as it's done right and I I like the the way they're using it to elevate kind of the top feuds at the moment it works well
0: yeah it does seem to be deciding that it's going to be working well Um, like you know what I would love is just like if if, you know Rocky Romero decided that he was going to turn up (laughs) I'd love that right Rocky getting
3: reunited with Trent sadly Trent is injured but That's a shame. They could angle that a lot they could angle that for him to like join up with like Chuck T, for example, it would make story sense and like past history sense.
0: Yeah, well see that was the other thing that happened uh, on AEW last week was Chucky finally broke free of Miro because he, he he basically he did do what he said he was gonna do. He was gonna be Miro's uh butler after, until after Kip and Penelope got married. They got married. And then, you know, shenanigans happened. It's a wrestling wedding. Yep. First of all, the first question I want to ask. Why, Father James Mitchell? Why? It's Do we know to anyone to else it's wrong. ordained? It's bound to go wrong, though. Which am sure
2: The Rock's ordained. But then he, again, obviously, he can't go. I'm anyway. ordained. That is true, or- yeah. You, you have been <laughs> ordained, yeah.
0: I am ordained, yes. I can perform weddings in America. It's great.
2: Oh, is it just America, not in the UK?
0: No, it's not legal in the UK for me to do that, no.
2: Oh, well. Wait, you can do that just for like $15, can't you? Was that uh, about that?
0: No, mine was free. There you go. I've been ordained for like three years now. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so as soon as I saw Father James Mitchell, I was like, well, this is not going to go well because, you know, Undead Realm and everything, just it, it, it's post-traumatic stress disorder. Total PTSD. Um,
3: At least no one got shot. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, that is true. At least no one got shot and no one got framed for shooting someone with, their, uh, you know, ring rust. Mm. <laughs> and there was no John, Johnny Swinger.
2: And no no priest uh, got tombstoned either.
0: Yeah, we, lo- we love a wrestling wedding. If you guys want to go back and listening, listen to our show on wrestling weddings, you can catch it on the SSR back catalogue.
2: Yeah, back when we were allowed in a studio and, uh, you know, actually be within six feet of each other all in the same room.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was going to say, I wouldn't say that AEW was actually like mega exciting last week. It's more still in the build-up to evolution. apart from like the confirmation that Cody's going to be teaming with Red Velvet against Jade and Shaquille O'Neal.
2: That's a very weird one.
0: I think what was more weird was the vignette for, for Jade trying to make out that we don't know who she is, but we're like, we clearly know who she is. So... <laughs> It was just like very mysterious like jade and we're like we know who she is
2: yeah we've seen jade cargill on (laughs) you before yeah
0: yeah she doesn't shut her bloody mouth um but we've also got the upcoming AW women's like world tournament eliminator and so grant you're the big expert especially when it comes to japanese uh joshi etc like i'm not overly familiar with the women that are going to be competing in this tournament so if you are so kind to break down <laughs> who is in this tournament.
3: Yeah so there's even a few that I'm still still quite fresh on um, so I'll kind of focus on the ones that I do and know a bit about it. Uh, so the names we've got in there are Rin Kadokura, um, I'll be honest that's one that I'm not too familiar with, there's Ryu Mizunami, Veni, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, Going on to ones that most of us have probably heard of There's Emi Sakura, who has appeared in AEW before yeah. With the Freddie Mercury gimmick There is oh,
1: yeah.
3: A- Aja Kong If you oh, yeah. haven't seen her, mm-hmm. just think of Awesome Kong Japanese version, absolutely <laughs> incredible um, There is also, to me, um, there's Mei Suruga I think she's been in AEW before I think she was in the four-way last year
0: it's been, that long. it's been
3: that long since I watched it and of course my favourite because she is pissing off Jim Cornette she called herself the god of shit the god of piss and shit as well it's Maki Ito. mostly known for t- um, teaming up with Chris Brooks a lot in DDT she is absolutely hilarious to watch and um, she's actually a real good wrestler as well and just she, she likes to call herself Queen of the Simps which I think is hilarious
0: who <laughs> just love to be Queen of the Simps <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and obviously, just before we came on air. <coughs> sorry, excuse me. Oh, she's um,
2: <laughs> the first side <night> of COVID.
0: <laughs> oh, hell no, I've just got a dry throat. Um, <laughs> we have uh, Hikaru Shida's actually come out of her two week quarantine in Japan because she is going to be helping produce the Japanese side of this tournament uh, in the lead up to, <coughs> to the final from. Japan versus America in this Eliminator tournament and um, so it's nice to see that the champion has got a little something to do
1: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, yeah. yeah definitely
0: <laughs> both featured very heavily
3: I'm hoping this is going um, to be a chance for AEW to redeem their, their women's division about this, this tournament
0: hopefully, hopefully.
3: It's, it's got some potential um, if they build some proper feeds out of it I,
1: I've
3: got I've got to worry the Japanese side is really just to kind of make up the numbers Um Plus, the travel restrictions add from their complications to things. But I'm still looking forward to the possibility of, like, so let's, uh, like to me, the women's brackets, I look at the American side and I'm thinking Brett Baker's going to win that. I'm looking at all the contenders. She's the most built up out of them all. Um, and then probably put her again across from someone like Mesa Riga or Maki Ito or
0: mm-hmm.
3: Aja Kong would be quite a an interesting one.
0: It'd be an interesting one to see how Brooke Baker would get out of that one. Mm. Uh, but again,
2: this, this sort of goes back to what we're saying about you know the interaction between AEW and New Japan. Like to commit an entire bracket of this tournament to Japanese wrestlers, I, I think I appreciate that they're actually trying to expand on their sort of women's division a bit. But how I think the one down downside is 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 it the exclu- the lack of exclusivity exclusivity to AEW that might actually you know lessen the uh, the impact of the final result of this tournament? And is it just a case of, you know, as Grant said, just trying to make up the numbers?
0: I mean, it, it can sort of depend because it's not like AEW's women's division is lacking because you do have the likes of Leva Bates in there and um, that could have wrestled. You've got Evelisse and Diamante. Mm-hmm. You've got Big Swole. with not seen Big Swole in ages. It's- so it's like, it's stuff like that. that I don't think they're lacking in numbers. I think they just wanted maybe a little bit more diversity plus. We all know that um, Kenny does have a lot of connections still back in Japan. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he used to team with Riho, which Rio's representing the American side of the bracket. Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she is. Too constant. Yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure she is. Um, but when it comes to on the Japanese side, it, I think it's, I don't know if it's more to give the champion a little bit more of feeling like home or because you you don't know why they chose to go with japan it might just be because you know it's kenny kenny loves japan
3: kenny's
2: got like it
0: it's his home so yeah
3: mm. yeah there's a lot of possibilities to come out of this and i'm, I'm interested I'm, I'm i'm open-minded with it because i i, w- I would love the joshis to get a good showing on a big stage like that can all be
0: Yeah so we've actually got like a beginner match, uh, well beginning, not a beginner match, an opening match for the actual tournament and we've got uh, Layla Hirsch taking on Thunder Rosa so I'll get a quick prediction because that'll be going live uh, tonight after we've recorded so Dave who do you think will come out on top of that?
2: Thunder Rosa, like no two ways about it. Thunder Rosa I think has been getting a lot of exposure on AEW as of late I'm surprised they've not signed her to a full-time contract either she's been back and forth with Serena Deeb over the (coughs) NWA Women's World Championship and I I think she's actually had quite a lot of influence in AEW's women's division despite not being a
3: (laughs) full-time (laughs) signee
0: Grant what would you say
3: as much as I'd love it to be Layla Hirsch because she is absolutely fantastic to watch I think it's a Thunder Rosa win there
0: yeah Ross do you agree with uh, Dave and Grant
3: yeah, Thunder
4: Rosa. Um been brought in for another promotion. Another promotion. She's still the NWA champion, isn't she no.
0: No, she's also just Serena Deep.
4: Right, well fair enough. <laughs> well, <laughs> so she was brought in as another person's champion, had to be protected. Now it looks like they're basically taking other companies' belts off her to bring her in. So I can't see her uh, losing that one up.
0: Yeah, no, it's, I do agree with Grant. As much as I would love Leila Hirsch, like she still f- feels a little bit new in terms of experience, just in my opinion. So, but it wouldn't surprise me if she was like the top woman in the company within the next year, couple of years, or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but no, I would love to see Thunder Rosa because then there's a possibility of her and Britt Baker again, and I feel like we haven't gotten to see that enough because they only had the one match last week. So. I want to see more. (laughs) What else happened this week? Well, guys, no context, but uh, Nihilus Hole.
2: (laughs) 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 The biggest talking point and most memed about thing in the last couple of days. Like this, you know, if you're having a rubbish week, just rewatch this clip and it will just provide you sheer hilarity and a lot of creative content for social media to just share amongst it.
0: Yes, it's very, very newsworthy. It's just a headline, Hall. Hole. <laughs> um, so to give context to anyone who does not watch Raw, uh, Lana was taken on Nia Jax in a tables match this week on Raw. Obviously, Naomi and Lana are the number one contenders to the Women's Tag Team Championships. And <clears throat> Nihila decided to try and do a leg drop onto the apron. Didn't quite work. And obviously, there's no fans. And all you hear is are going, Ah, my hole!
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> which, oh, brilliant.
0: Later on, obviously, Lana managed to push her off the apron into a table, which, a yeah, points for me in my draft, <laughs> because I drafted Lana. Uh, but, yeah, most talked about thing this weekend is something that's so kind of childish for us to laugh at, but we're we're going to laugh of it. Like Ross, I know you're like the king of childhood, uh well not childhood. Uh childish <laughs> jokes, basically. Hey,
4: want that carefully, I'm training to be a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> well
0: there you go, you're the king of childish because 'cause you're tr- you're also trained to be a teacher, it's gonna work for you.
4: Yes. Yes it's uh you're training to speak to people my level. Um but yeah, it's whenever you see somebody hurt themselves it's funny, you know, somebody like, football in the groin is a classic Simpsons example. Um, <laughs> so, yes, Hans Moleman Production presents Nia's Hole getting busted by apron. Uh, it uh, <laughs> don't
3: that sounds like a dodgy porn hub type I the say,
4: don't, don't, don't. Apron was unavailable for comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also, like, it doesn't seem like a very American thing to call it your hole but that's what we call it like-
4: yeah um, <laughs> th- there's a lot of examples here where um, my hole means something very different in Glasgow you know um, Primark sell t-shirts that say hiya hun and clearly I've not run that past anyone who lives in Glasgow <laughs> um, an actual, there is an actual name in America spelled J-O-B-B-I-E which does his job. Yeah. So yeah, there's um, <laughs> certain things that don't translate well to the Scottish public.
0: I'm pretty sure we can make a show about that.
2: Oh, easily, yeah. Like Scottish jargon and uh, slang phrases and how they're viewed by the rest of the
3: world. Well, when you hear they say, they say they're going to toss them off the cage, it's like a big problem. <laughs> oh yeah, Mick Paul even <laughs> said that. In his oh practice. my God, they tossed them off. Oh,
2: pardon.
0: So <laughs> yeah, that Makes means it? something very, very different. Yep, but. Grant, as a non WWE fan, to see that clip getting shared in like our group chat with like no context, you're just like, "What was your reaction?"
3: I was in hysterics, and I think my two favourites that have came in the back of it is where they've put it to um, "Hi Ho" from oh, <laughs> White and the White Seven Wars, <laughs> which is outstanding, and the other one is this now completes the trilogy we had Billy Ray with my balls, <laughs> I do believe it was Rosemary with my vag! and now Nia with my whole,
0: oh god
3: uh, amazing <laughs> this, this is like Nia Jax's
2: unintentional moment that makes her famous or infamous in the wrestling world you know it, it, people now have a reason to either laugh with her or laugh at her because I think she acknowledged it on Twitter as saying that she's received a whole lot of support <laughs> from fans 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 alike
3: so I, company I think offered her a bidet a company called Tushy offered her a bidet. <laughs> yeah, it's so
2: everybody's uh, sorry, I was gonna say so basically, everybody's in on the joke now, even Naya herself. So I think we can all just look back and laugh on it and say, This, oh yeah, that happened. This was Naya's best ever WWE moment.
4: It's basically a little bit of a bubbly, a little bit of the bubbly, isn't it? That went mm. far and wide, that went outside of the wrestling culture. So, yeah, I uh. It is going to be that sort of thing. I, I don't think it'll be long before it gets shared on some Scottish meme-style platform.
0: that um, uh, you're totally not behind Ross, no.
4: Not, not at all, not at all.
0: <laughs> um, but it, it also reminds me of like, see when you're at an independent wrestling show and sometimes you can hear the wrestlers making small little comments about things. So it's like, no, 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 no. ah. Fuck or, <laughs> Kay- Kaylee Ray is very synonymous for doing stuff like that.
1: Um,
0: <laughs> it just it makes you laugh because it kind of ma- brings you back and you're like, right, this is them selling it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like the it's like the ultimate sell. Um, I don't think you could get a better sell than you know Nia Jax yelling my hole.
2: I mean, it's the hardest part of the ring for a reason. So <laughs> I'm not surprised she wasn't. She was uh, she was hard oh, by. Oh, it. it's hard.
4: For God's sake! That was
2: low-hanging fruit!
0: (laughs) King of the Childish jokes. Um, But yeah, other things did happen on Raw. Um, We had a, a quick return from Shane McMahon to help Big Adam Pearce announce what was going to be the Elimination Chamber match. So we've got the WWE Championship is going to be defended inside the Elimination Chamber. I can't remember how many times this has happened, it's not that many. So this is what makes it a big deal. So we've got Drew McIntyre taking on five different former champions as well. So we have AJ Styles, we have Jeff Hardy, we've got Randy Orton, we have The Miz, and drumroll! Thanks, (laughs) thanks Dave. And we have Sheamus as well so it's going to be five basically five on one Drew trying to hold on to his lovely shiny goals Mm -hmm. against five men that are you know clawing at a bit plus we have a Miz with his money in the bank as well that could easily cash in after this match Ross
4: yes (laughs) this is
0: a sort of big match especially on the road to WrestleMania considering that Elimination Chamber was originally like the last big thing that the champion had, or the challenger, had to go through on the way to WrestleMania. This is happening in February, so what do you think about the five former champions that have been picked to participate in this match? It's
4: actually quite dull, I'm going to be honest. I find it quite dull. Because when you went five former champions, like, oh, that's cool, but then you realise it's, like, the same way, you know, Jack Swagger, former world champion, like, I still don't want to see him. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, like Jeff Hardy, why does he, you know, first man eliminated for this year's Royal Rumble, hasn't won a match in about a year, like, what, what has he done to earn a title shot, other than... He, be lost, a against AJ, he lost against AJ
0: Styles this week, that's what he Exactly, there
4: you go. AJ, <laughs> he, he's he been on a bit of a run, but you know he's not going to win it. Sheamus was sort of predictable, The Miz, I felt was a waste because he's already got the Money in the Bank contract. And Randy Orton, like uh, if you've seen the viewership that drop from the second hour to the third hour of Raw this week, you can tell that WWE have basically used Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton far too much. It's done now. And you know that Randy Orton's plans for WrestleMania lie elsewhere. So it's a mix of people that are a bit of uninspired choices and people you know are going elsewhere. It just kind of makes it like... Oh God, this is, is going to be, it's a true it's a win, I think. I know Jack and um, David Campbell have said in the chat that they think James could actually do it. I, I really don't.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, uh, Dave, see the idea that Ross has just said here. Um, would you agree with the fact that it's quite a special because you do have... The Miz has got the Money in the Bank briefcase, but he's also in a, a sort of rivalry with Bad Bunny right mm. now. Uh, and we don't think that's going to be like the WWE title is not going to be in his forte when it comes to WrestleMania season. Mm. And then Jeff Hardy being in the match as well. Like, is there anything that is putting you off the Elimination Chamber match?
2: It's just this time around, you go. Because the Elimination Chamber, you know, if it happens, you know, I'll obviously watch it. But Mm -hmm. this time it just feels so uninspiring because there are so many programs going on that it, in this instance, the WWE title scene, it's not really needed because you already have, you've already sort of lit the flame with the Drew versus Sheamus feud. Like, you know, you can have those two going against each other. You could have, you know, if I was to use the Elimination Chamber in this time around, I would use it to find a new number one contender for Asuka. Like, you know, get another women's chamber match going because, you know, they've been received fairly well over the last sort of few years. And we saw that dominant performance from Shayna Baszler uh, last year, too. So why not say we can do it again? You know, have Charlotte Flair in there, have Rhea Ripley in there, and have a few others in there just to make up the numbers. Because, you know, we all sort of have a rough idea of, you know, where the Raw women's title picture is going to be. But the WWE title is a bit more up in the air. And I think I was under the impression that the Sheamus feud was sort of like a. A captivating place filler between the rumble and mania because i think the original plan was obviously keith lee to win the rumble and uh wins the men's rumble at least and go on a face drew but i don't know like you know i think ross sort of touched on everything you know all the other competitors in this match have kind of got programs going for them or like, and in the case of jeff hardy you know he, he has zero momentum behind him so it's it, again it just feels kind of irrelevant at this stage
0: yeah who would you put in the place of jeff hardy
2: and it has to be a former wwe champion
0: it could be whoever the hell you want
2: kofi kingston maybe
0: that's a good one yep grant see with the lineup for the actual elimination chamber match would it attract you a non like traditional wwe watcher because you only really tend to you watch nxt but when it comes to Raw and SmackDown, it's not really your thing. So, would that make you want to watch the Elimination Chamber?
3: I'm kind of where Ross would feel a wee bit it's uninspiring. There's a couple of good choices in there. Like AJ Styles, Can always you can always guarantee he's going to get a good match out of him. But outside that, you know, like even Drew himself said, hey, look, it's Drew vs Orton for the first time in 2021. <laughs> for the first
0: time ever?
2: Historic.
3: It's, it's one of those things that it's just I felt there's so many other people that had perhaps good showings at the Rumble they could have thrown in rather than the whole I get the whole building up as former champions kind of puts it in line for Drew to have a good showing because they want to really showcase him as the face of the company mm-hmm. um, besides Roman um, I would have maybe thrown in some alternative options like if Lashley didn't have the title maybe throw Bobby Lashley in there or Matt Riddle Someone, some people are a bit more left field but I think would put on fantastic shows they don't necessarily need to win, they just need to look good out coming out of it
0: mm-hmm. Yeah well there's plenty of people that they could have actually put in, I mean you do have Damien Priest as well as being like the up and comer he doesn't have to win, maybe gets the score up in full make oh, good. Oh, oh, oh,
1: oh.
0: <laughs> I was waiting, I was uh, hoping it wasn't going to happen but the fact that it's I don't know. It's just them to Raw as well. I would have preferred to have a little bit more of a mix-up. Maybe bring some of the guys over from SmackDown as well, because it's, again, it's a dual branded pay-per-view that is going to be determining the winner uh, who is going to probably headline a dual pay-per-view. There's no point in like not bringing over maybe a guy from SmackDown, oh. aka Daniel Bryan.
1: Mm. I think
4: one of the things here is they know Elimination Chamber on its own is a draw. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They know um people will tune in regardless, even if it, the lineup is uninspiring or the the outcome tends to be a bit more obvious in recent years with WrestleMania Cards leaked usually around about December. Whereas Fastlane is sort of that pay per view, you need to get out of the way. So if they, say, after the Elimination Chamber, have, say, Bianca Belair, go, I'm going after the SmackDown Women's title, and HC's he's going after the WWE title, you then need a match or a program from Fastlane to WrestleMania, where you have the Raw Women's title decided and the SmackDown Universal title decided, so
1: mm-hmm.
4: it, it kind of... I can see why they're doing it, because the Elimination Chamber is sort of like Money in the Bank and Royal Rumble. It kind of stands in mm-hmm. the as a gimmick match now. Whereas Fastlane needs that hook, so like, oh by the way, we're having a Fatal 4-Way with, you know, say, Brian Owens, Rey Mysterio and Corbin, and the winner faces Roman Reigns. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that that that, that is more WrestleMania implications, it therefore gets more uh, interest on Fastlane kind of like Charlotte Becky for the number one contenders match a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it still, I would prefer if it was a mixed bag and they basically just say to people, right, look, once you win the Royal Rumble, you make your decision the next night on Raw and then we have a mixed bag, you know, three Raw, three Smackdown and the winner, you know, gets a shot at whatever the leftover title is. The leftover
0: title. You know what <laughs> so, I would have really loved to see? is either christian being in the elimination chamber and or winning it and edge challenging him at wrestlemania or edge just decides that him and christian are going to go after the tag titles instead of the main title <laughs> as long as christian's involved i don't care
2: let it go let it go
0: never he was at the royal Rumble.
2: See, see what I'm hoping with the uh, Edge and Christian is because I would like to see them in a tag team match. Maybe not at WrestleMania, but before WrestleMania, because obviously Edge has to challenge for one of the main titles. I reckon, uh, if the reports are to suggest, I think Edge is going to face Roman Reigns for the Universal title. But hopefully by this point, Jimmy Uso comes back, the Usos reunite, uh, the bloodline looks even stronger than before. And then Edge says, right, before I take you on at WrestleMania, I'm going to take out your two, your two cousins and that's when he brings in Christian and they could have a tag team match at Fastlane. You know, someone just sort of hook the audience in, they get to see Edge and Christian reunite and it furthers the potential storyline between Edge and Roman.
4: No Dave, and... six-man tag, bring back Kurt Angle. Kazoos for everyone!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect.
0: But yeah, anything to do I... with Christian and I'm happy, but yeah, Grant. I'd
3: go mere less <laughs> field or Bugger the, bugger the universal title bugger the WWE title give me edge his Pete Dunn, Ballard you drop that bloody belt
4: indeed <laughs> <laughs> is he not on my, my team absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: <I'm>
4: here, <laughs> <laughs> Was nodding like i be am almost
2: talking of, talk of Elimination Chamber which is a week on Sunday and yet you know you could take over uh, Vengeance Day which is this Sunday
0: Well done, Dave. You got there eventually. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's actually something we can talk about just now. Um, So Austin Theory decided to put out a nice wee video uh, for this week's episode of NXT, which again, I'll be airing tonight, um, that Kushida seems to have injured Mr. Johnny Gargano, aka, I don't want to defend my North American Championship to anybody.
2: (laughs) And that's the way he likes it.
0: Yes, it is. Um,
2: The way! The way!
0: (laughs) The
1: way!
0: So, do you think... Chris, I can never control it when you're on this panel, Ross. I can never do it. I'm
2: just here for the company.
0: Well, that's it, Paris just decided he's going to go angry face.
2: (laughs) He hates bad jokes.
0: You've got an angry octopus on your hands. Um, but yes so Austin Theory um, I don't know if he was in a car or something I don't know what he was holding in his hands as well Um, posted that Kushida took out Johnny Gargano to the point that he can't even compete this Sunday at TakeOver so Austin Theory is going to make Kushida pay not by cash not by debit not by credit (laughs)
1: honestly
0: that that was the one thing I picked up from that promo was just that's the way he's not going to pay It's not cash not credit not debit
3: and that's the way,
2: uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> hey, there we
0: go. Oh, god, but <laughs> um,
4: I quite like this new
2: <laughs> sorry, I-, I
4: quite like this new Diffus Austin Theory thing because his sort of I'm I'm amazing, I'm you know, I'm such a good athlete. It was just like we've seen about thousands of them, you know, what I mean, we're still of like, love that's sort of his gimmick, like I'm better than you, and I know it. You know oh, what, right, I mean? uh,
2: what are you, MJF?
4: <laughs> well, there you go, there you go. There's another one. Um, so, and then we had sort of Seth Rollins' disciple gimmick, which died in its arse. And then this one, it's sort of just, he's a gullible protege this time. And he is just so stupid. He's like, he's like the Mimsy. <laughs> For Mimsy. <laughs> Mimsy! Mimsy!
3: Mimsy! Mimsy.
0: <laughs> Um,
3: I love us, but... Steve. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um do you think this match will happen at TakeOver um, Jordan Gorgano versus Kushida or do you think uh, NXT have got something else mm. in the pipeline for this particular storyline
2: uh, I think the safest option would be just have uh, Kushida versus Theory you know it sort of keeps the, the story going and it gives theory a reason to to take out uh, Kushida now but they've still got the the nxt title match still there they've got the two finals of the both dusty cups happening there as well and it's uh based on what we'll see tonight the the two semi-final the two last semi-final matches will probably happen there because we know champ and thatcher are going to be in the in the final and it's either going to be they're going to face msk or legado del fantasma so, I mean, nice nice mix of teams there for sure. And it'll be Dakota and Raquel versus Ember and Shotzi or uh, Candice and Indy.
0: Indy. Now, how do you know that the grizzled young veterans are not going to make it to the final again? Because oh, they are yeah. grizzled. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Grizzled the, I mean I'm get, veterans.
2: I mean, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Yeah, they're, they're actually facing grizzled young vets beforehand.
4: Yes, they are. There's There's someone like, who has Thatcher on his draft team, I, I, I commend you, David. <laughs> Get, it. get get the fantasies. of Those grizzled young veterans, those sweaty, smelly liverpoolians, get them out of here. Because soon to be recognised as a tag team classic winners, a Thatcher and Champa. Uh,
3: speaking of speaking of the grizzled young vets, it's a shame that they've had to close down their wrestling school in Liverpool. That was a shame.
0: Yes, yeah, that Ooh. was announced um, earlier today or earlier this week. Um. That their school has unfortunately had to close down, which it sucks. It sucks. Nobody nah. likes to see wrestling schools close down, especially one that was very, very promising, especially post speaking out.
4: I think it's a uh, like pandemic hitting money drying up like in that area, and obviously it looks like they are going to be NXT full time now. Mm. So logistically, I don't think it makes sense. And I think with, you mentioned the speaking out sort of thing, a lot of people were associated with things they didn't actually do because they basically, you know, went to America or Japan to wrestle and then they have put someone in charge they trusted. And then it turns out that trust was, you know, misfounded. So I think they maybe just thought
3: best to, if we can't do it, we don't want anyone else to do it. Just close it in. Safe, safe bet. Yeah, uh, that's it. their school. Seemed to be the one that I never heard anything happen about or bad about. So yeah. it's a shame to see one of the good ones go down. It was a it was a promising school, good links to and
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I'll, I'll get a wee prediction of who's going to win the uh, semi final match tonight but, uh, between Champa at not uh, Champa and Thatcher. I was about to say Champa and Gargano and break my heart again. DIY. <laughs> <laughs> uh and the team of Grizzle Jung Vetters, Ross. I know who you're gonna go with, but we'll just need to hear it.
4: Uh we are going Thatcher and Champa.
0: Dave.
2: Yeah, as much as I'd like Grizzle vets to get their dues, I, I think uh Champa and Thatcher seem to be the most likely candidates given you know they're the uh the odd couple tag team and odd couple tag teams tend to usually win the Dusty Cup.
0: And Grant <laughs>
3: I'm totally behind that real tag team. I want them to win. Pump that Ross and Jack's team, boys. Pump them.
0: I know. I kind of want the Grizzled Junk veterans to be in the final again.
4: It's it's a a tournament that's not for teams. (laughs) The Brozer, mate. Black and um, Ricochet. Unless you're AOP. The Brozer, mate. Balor and and, um, what's his face? The Mojo. Mojo. Uh, Balor and Joe. And then, uh, who knows? oh and well, they got Undisputed Era went in the tournament mm-hmm. yep like they, they only won it because they got interfered in the tournament so <laughs> and it technically yep. wasn't the team of Undisputed Era it's like when you get two random
2: bullet club members together still <laughs> Undisputed Era though is the team name and then the year prior you had AOP yeah
0: I think AOP is the only
2: AOP is the actual only legit actual team that's won
0: team it
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so no to balance the numbers no, up I
0: you know they need to they need to start balancing the numbers up because it's you know it's the dusty cup and um, but we also have uh, a semi-final match uh, for the women's uh dusty cup happening with uh ember and shotzi who are like my favorite tag team of all time taking on dakota kai and raquel gonzalez um dave i think you've probably got a like you've got a wee idea about who you want to mm-hmm. advance to the final that's happening this sunday
2: uh i think uh Oh no! I think you've got that wrong. I think Dakota and Raquel are already in the final. It's uh, Candace uh, in and indie wrestling. Candice and
0: Indy, yeah. Yeah,
2: no, uh, I think I don't Sh- like
0: Indy, That's why.
2: No, <laughs> uh, uh, I've got shots in Ember winning this one, largely because I think a face v a face v heel team is the way to go. And speaking of the way to go, uh, you know, they just seem to be uh-huh, in a uh-huh. <laughs> they just seem to be in a a dip of bad luck as of late. You know, Gargano's injured and. If, uh, or potentially injured, I should say. And if that run of bad luck's going to continue, I think Candace and Indy need to be, uh, need to be kicked out of the Dusty Cup at this stage. So we've got a, because I'd rather see a face v heel final rather than a heel v heel, because it it doesn't really make sense. Because I actually, spoiler alert, I've got Dakota and Raquel to win the whole thing.
0: Yes. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Grant, uh, the look on your face seems that you might disagree with that.
3: I I want Candace to go through. I do. I, I, as much as I love Shotzi, this is why I'm conflicted. I'm not very big on Indy. I'm not very big on Ember. But I love yeah. Candice and I love Shotzi. But the <laughs> idea of a heel vs heel one, but you could have a turn um, within either one of the teams, I'd say, like, reasonably have Dakota Kai go back to being a face. Perhaps she costs it for her and Raquel, and Raquel just goes, I've had enough of you. I've protected you long enough. You're getting smashed. I'm going after it. you Shirai next.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah, see, I think that's the other outcome I think, but I'm expecting the Dakota Raquel breakup to happen after they lose their tag team title opportunity, because I think Raquel still needs that momentum uh, if she wants to be considered uh, a singles challenger for Io. Because remember, she does get that she did pin her at War Games, which I think was what planted the seed. First, she beat Rhea Ripley in the Last Woman Standing, and I think if she wins this, just this just cements her as a bigger, an even bigger threat.
0: Mhm. Yeah, and Ross. Who do you think is going to win tonight between uh, the team of Shotzi and Ember and Candice and Indy?
4: Well, once again, I've got no strong feelings again, just here for the company. Uh, but if you press me for an answer, then... You must answer. Um, so Candice and Indy are already through, did you say?
0: No, that's... This is the semi-final. Oh, they, the semifinal they're tonight. facing it's... Ember and Shotzi? Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. Um, I think the way... I think they'll... I think we're talking about real tag teams winning it. They're, like, possibly Alumba Gonzalez and um, Dakota Kai, the only actual women's tag teams, you know, in that division. So I think they might win that. Also, just a wee fantasy book, since I do it all the time, The talk of the NXT title being on WrestleMania. Wouldn't be a bad idea. We need a women's tag match for WrestleMania for the tag titles. Mm-hmm. Why not have the Dusty Cup winners? You know, face then because they, those tag types can be defended on any brand and it does seem the past two WrestleManias have just sort of been thrown onto the card so why not have a storyline going in there?
3: I like that idea
2: yeah that's good thinking I the mean ne- the next uh, takeover is like Wrestlemania weekend anyway
0: yes mm-hmm. but,
4: but well, well Wrestlemania is Saturday Sunday this year
2: yeah that's right it's yeah. two nights
0: so mm-hmm. it'll probably be like a couple of weeks before no doubt Um mm-hmm. But don't ever take away the Iconics winning the tag titles at WrestleMania away from them. Don't say it just was thrown. Oh, onto no, the no, no. That no, was no, the, that that like that. Was the, that was for <laughs> then. That was for the Iconics.
4: I had that in the sweep. I had Peyton Roa. It was a Billy Kay, Billy Pin Bailey, and the Iconics to win, and it happened. And um, everyone was sort of just because we were watching it with Gary's daughter Lucy. Was the biggest Bailey fan in the world, and everyone tried oh, to be yeah. respectful. Oh, like, yeah. oh, <laughs> Bailey, get the hush again next time, pal. And there's Ross in the corner because it brought me right back into the suite for the final stretch. Just like, yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, g- is there anything else happening on NXT this week that's sort of ha- leading up? I mean, you probably have more. Um, One to ones with Pete Dunne and Finn Balor, which, you know, that's that's going to be a good match in itself. Um,
2: See that Edge promo last week as well? That was actually quite uh, quite captivating. Mm-hmm.
3: To, to you know, we had... th- <laughs> oh, you go, Other than the fact that by the end of last week, what has Edge done? Just given us the biggest massive version of wrestling blue balls of all time.
0: Yeah.
4: I know. The uh, Royal Rumble winners either. Tell you straight away or rip the arse of it there's no in-between, it's not just, no just, you know what, I had a dream last night, I think I
3: need to listen to my heart, <laughs> no, that's I've, why I've I got, chose to save
4: the Universal
3: title. I've got the best one, I've got the best one, he talks about the NXT title, he talks about the Universal, he talks about the, get okay, what? put him against VOLTER, I want to see what happens, I want to see if he dies oh. or
2: not. <laughs> <laughs> goes to Spearman, just doesn't
3: budge.
0: Um, <laughs> It's like just no cells like you're like well it's
3: like did you see what you done to Dragunov pal you're deed.
0: deed <laughs> imagine him like proper chopping edge and like edge has gotten extremely skinny you can see it on his face there's no padding Mm. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> like he's got jacked now. Like you could, uh, he he lost a ton of weight uh, during his time off, and he he got proper shredded too. I think Orton even alluded to it in not this year's Rumble, but last year's Rumble. It was like first time he sees Edge, is like, oh man, you're you're looking jacked. You're looking shredded.
0: <laughs> I mean, you can see in his face. It's just his cheekbones, but I just keep thinking that Edge looks really unhealthy because of that. So, anything else happened this week? It's been quite a quite a quiet week. I would say in terms of wrestling, I mean, they have determined that there's going to be a triple threat for the US Championship. You have a Mr. Keith Lee making his his big return to Raw um, to so, like, sort of cement his place in that title feud. And you've got Matt Riddle, sorry, Riddle, taking on the US Champion and Bobby Lashley. Now, I don't know about you guys, but... It kind of seems like it's going to be a predictable outcome and that Bobby Lashley is dropping this belt.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. And the double threat? Yes. I see,
4: um
0: Trees are like- green. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I,
4: <laughs> red roses don't too? see that. Don't see red roses either. Um, I see all <laughs> the and blue it's in my head now. <laughs> Sorry,
0: <laughs> I had to. I had to. Um,
4: yeah, I think Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley, is the WrestleMania match, and I think the the usual triple threat thing where the good guy hits a finisher on someone, in this case it'll be Riddle, and the heel sneaks in for the win. Sure. And it'll be the case of, well, you didn't beat me, and that'll be the sort of, the swan song to that sort of run for Riddle, because he's had a, a couple of chances at US title now, but he's not done it. Mm-hmm. That'll be him out of the title picture, and then it'll be Keith Lee, Bobby Lashley. Hmm.
0: Yeah, do you think the Hurt have will have a help in deciding that match?
4: Um, well triple threats, no DQ, so maybe, but um I don't know. They might do something, but it's like Keith and Riddle need to team up the week of four. They beat the heart business, heart business are banned, and also heart business tag champs, they might have a match of their own. Mm.
2: Uh, can I uh can I offer an alternative and this might be a bit extreme with the fantasy booking here. I actually think that Matt Riddle could win this one. Uh,
0: is that because he's in your draft team?
2: Partly, but also because I think it's very possible. Because I've seen rumours about this as well in the last like month or so that Keith Lee could potentially turn heel and join the heart business.
1: Ooh.
2: Yep. So this is what I'm thinking. Because obviously, obviously Riddling Keith had a, a match this week. Keith gets the win, but then they're obviously outnumbered by the Hurt business with Lashley MVP, etc. I think. You know, I think Riddle's probably the least likely out of him and Keith to win the US title here, which I think is why he might end up winning it. And then he'll have this sort of teasing feud with Keith, almost. You know, they might tag against the Hurt Business again. But then it gets to a point where Keith actually turns heel on Riddle, and he's the one to take the US title off of Riddle.
0: I mean, it would surprise me if Keith Lee did a heel turn, to be honest. I mean... ever since he's come to raw from uh, from nxg that sort of draw that you had towards him sort of feels like it's flailed a little bit mm-hmm. like they changed his music how dare they right because his music in NXT was she has kisses
1: <laughs>
0: and just that sort of likable character like they changed his gear and everything i was like that's not what keekley wears it's like it's like almost like they're trying to make him look fat, and I'm like, rude. That's very very rude. But yeah, like I don't know if uh, Grant and Ross agree that it seems like Keithley might be headed for a wee cheeky heel turn just because he's not really like sort of I don't know what the word. I'm. It's like he's engaging as engaging as he was uh, with NXT, but Grant, I'll ask you first.
3: To me, they totally failed to capitalise on his momentum. Like he came out of NXT after having a run with like, both belts and stuff like that. He should have came on and been making a big impact. Instead, for whatever reason, yeah, they changed him to that fucking god awful music that is just awful. And they just didn't really seem to give him any time to get his personality across. Or what, you know, like they could have really had him just like bulldozing guys, which really they should have done from the get go. Because like, look at the size of the man and the way he moves. I would um, not want to get fucking stuck in the ring with that.
0: Well, yeah, we've we've seen what Keithley can do, like the whole shoving Adam Cole in, into the what into the audience <laughs> when we had them. Um, and, I think the last time and- I saw
3: a moment like that was when member ICW Shigo Hero Hirooki when he fucking launched Lionheart about three hundred yards into the air.
0: I God. love that man. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, no, it's exactly incredible. like that. I mean, because then after that that moment happened, because that was a very unexpected moment of him shoulder blocking uh, Adam Cole into the audience. Like none of us seen that coming. That they had, they did it over and over again, and it- that sort of thing never got old.
2: Mm-hmm. So but again. Not, not- not to the point where, you know, it was like Adam Cole getting flung about uh, four rows into the audience, you know. But all the other pounces you see, I mean, they're okay, but they're not, they've been nothing spectacular. It's sort of was like that uh, capture lightning at a bottle moment with uh, that move where it turns into a gif. But then you see it more and more. I think it sort of devalues it a bit.
0: Yeah. Um, Ross, yeah. see, see this, this comes back to um, Triple H, William Regal being able to work. And hmm. sort of bring out the best in the guys in NXT, and somehow that gets lost when they hmm. come to Raw and SmackDown. Um, it's definitely been that case for Keith Lee, hasn't it?
4: I think something that's been um, an NXT staple is that people don't need to be on TV every week. Um, you know, look, my my prime example was look how over Enzo and Cass were NXT 2015, early 2016. And then when they came to Raw, it was every week and it was the same shtick, just to sell t-shirts. And this is sort of a two-way street. It's part of the WWE, part of the fans. When people aren't on NXT one week, no one goes... My God, where, where, where was Keith? Where was Cole? Where was Organo? You know, they just go, Oh well they had a promo or they had this or they plugged this so it fumbles that storyline without having to be there, blah blah blah. When people aren't on Raw's backdown, Keith Lee wasn't on Raw this week. Keithly, where is it? Where is he? Where is he? He must be getting buried and if he's not so been he on for a becomes week. a self on prophecy, whereas if he he doesn't start going up, uh, well I would tell you. And if it does show up, but people just
0: forget about it, you know what I mean. So, well, yeah, because like we're we're talking about the fact that NXT seemed to be able to actually capture that personality, and it is the idea. Like I remember, it was somebody on Total Divas it could have been Natalia, it could have been one of the Bella twins in season one, saying that if you're not on TV, they're going to forget about you. Like mm-hmm. the fans are going to forget about you. But that doesn't happen with NXT. You you know that they've got that NXT loyalty and they do seem to utilize all the sort of resources that they have. It's like maybe if they're not going to be on NXT with like either an in-ring promo or even a match, they'll have like maybe a backstage segment, they'll have something put out on Twitter, something put out on Facebook, um, just like little snippets that sort of reminds you, because they could have multiple feuds going on at a different time and still keep you interested, um, which... It's somewhere it gets lost when you go to Raw and SmackDown. It's it's a very big problem uh, the WWE seem to have and I think that's unfortunately what's happened to Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. Um, He's not had a bit of luck obviously Mia Yim uh, had been tested for Covid which came back positive and obviously Keith Lee would have had to isolate uh, at the same time so again the pandemic has not helped whatsoever. I think it could have been a, a lot different because we saw we saw the reaction when Keith Lee appeared in the rumble. Like and like the reaction on Brock Lesnar's face said all oh, the fans Ooh, big that, boy.
1: Ooh,
0: <laughs> oh, big boy. That's you know, one of my favourite reactions ever. Because again it showed a bit of personality to Brock Lesnar, which I didn't think he had. But that that just shows that there is a bit of a, a sort of a grey area between that and that's why I know a lot of us always say I don't want this guy from NXT or this woman from NXT to go to Raw SmackDown. So I mean, you never know. Uh, a Heathley heel turn might it might work because let's just face it, he is the limitless one. There's no limit to his his character in the ring. And plus, it would it's a different side that we could possibly see. um But then we do have the possibility of the heart business maybe breaking up because there's been a, like a, a little rift um, mm-hmm. so you never know Casey could actually take Cedric Alexander's place you never know it doesn't mean that they have to expand they can kick out the Rankins. so but yeah it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a grey area when it comes to this match but obviously, oh, so Dave you really want Reddoss to win it <laughs>
2: naturally <laughs> yeah just, Grant, to get my, just to get my
3: points there
0: of course Grant who would you Maybe see just sort of winning.
3: Well, I'm I'm back in mine and Gary's draft pick since we were scooping up champions left, front right and centre. Oh, Big Bobby Lashley with the world's worst submission of all time to win.
0: <laughs> and you know what? I'll 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 say Keith Lee. That's just cause I like to be the odd one out. What else <laughs> Is happened? This
2: week? This team? Uh week Keith, uh, Keith and Bobby Lashley are both on Grant and Gary's team.
4: Oh right, no! Um, no contest so, for me.
0: <laughs> 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 it's no, just going to get true. called to. Uh, uh, it's just like nope, nope. Too many shenanigans. You know what? I'm not having this big. You know, smack daddy Adam Wait. Pierce.
3: I, th- I think for the rest of this episode, we should call a truce between our four teams, And let's just go after like the rest of the losers. You've got that wind up merchant goat <laughs> uh, with, the, with that with, with that with that boy. What is it, Ryan Ryan Gimpiker or what? And then you've got. Sorry, sorry Ross I can't use your brother but you've got like the, the silent assassin and then the big prick Wilson so let's all just slide mm-hmm. them for a change
4: <laughs> oh no he's not silent at all we don't need to apologise <laughs> Well, we'll we'll do our talking on draft we'll do our talking on the draft never fucking shuts up and start the draft live
1: <laughs> and I
4: just hi here comes the weekend no not weekend updates. that's Saturday night live here comes the midweek update me David Gallagher fucking hell Yeah, wait, when I remember, it, remember it, it, who the, the fuck said is... this fuck me apologies <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to time, David Campbell but I appeared to have had a stroke mid-sentence
3: <laughs> every time David every time David Campbell appears live I'm like fuck what is that boy for the Incredibles going to try and do? <laughs> <laughs> syndrome <laughs> hi
2: it's me anyway back, to the, wrestling.
4: Anyway, back <laughs> to the
2: wrestling
0: back to the wrestling you know a former show of Brian Gimpkar. So uh, yeah, another thing that happened uh, this week on Raw, we have already mentioned it very, very slightly. Um, but AJ Styles, uh, with his lovely, accompanied with Almost, the big giant freaking nature, um, defeated Jeff Hardy, and somehow Jeff Hardy qualified for an elimination chamber match because that's how life works.
3: Almost stares at the ring the same way that your grandparents look at your phone when you show them a meme.
0: <laughs> I love Almost.
3: Yeah, oh, I think you know he, you know he, he just, uh,
2: Omos is a, is one of those guys who could, you know, he, he comes across as very serious and very stern, but he actually has quite a, an interesting interaction with AJ because AJ's, you know, the the charismatic mouthpiece who's, you know, cutting his own promos, and Omos is just the big bodyguard-looking figure standing there, just nod- nodding like, mm, yeah.
0: I still yeah. want to find out like how AJ Stiles managed to kill a tozawa's was big giant ninja.
3: Money.
0: money money that's why yeah. so a ki- I, Akira Tuzawa just couldn't pay his big massive ninja anymore I miss so a curious that was ninja. he got
3: furloughed he got furloughed and Mini-J <laughs> came in with it the deal it's like you're getting
0: furloughed <laughs> like, I'll that, take it huh? I'll pay the rest of your
1: wages
0: pal um, I'm trying of like <laughs> something else notable that happened this week uh, Grant because you spoiled it for me because um, hey, I haven't hey, had a chance to watch Impact yet so this is the only thing about Impact that we will talk about but um, the K got a new member Mantar <laughs> it's man- Not yeah. a <laughs> Yeah, it was,
3: it's, it's Mantar <laughs> No, 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 no If you've all seen South Park, we all know that it's Man, Bear, Pig <laughs> part, man, part Bear, Part Pig You see?
2: He's super serial
0: But yes, <laughs> I'm going to elicit- Sorry, Decay are very, you know, dear to my heart. I love Crazy Steve, I love Rosemary, so when they got back together and reunited, I was so, so happy. And then they bring in a big bull.
3: And AEW have a show this Saturday, did they not? Because I've seen there was a change to the tag title match. Ooh! There's a third team being added. Ooh. it's quite It's got my interest.
0: It has got my interest. I have also seen that there is going to be a match with um, AKA Baby Doll Ziggler. sorry, Ryan Nemeth.
3: Um, Baby Dolph Baby Dolph Baby baby.
0: Dolph Have you seen
3: Dolph Ziggler's
4: sorry have you seen Dolph Ziggler's tweets Um, it was the promo that Ryan cut on Dark where he says just say it you love Ryan you'll feel better and he retweeted it I don't even like Ryan (laughs) Uh, Yes. how we all feel in this
0: podcast <laughs> 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 no shame no shame we don't like crying Well, I never said anything did you say anything no <laughs> I think one of my like I'll, well, I'll go around and I'll ask you it's like the sort of your favourite moment that's happened from the past week so last Wednesday to this Wednesday which is technically like this is today when we're recording um, so David Hockney, what's been your favourite um, part of the the last week in wrestling besides the draft stuff?
4: My hole, nothing about your personal Just because of the
2: <laughs> just because of the sheer cultural impact and how much uh, it's been sweeping across social media. It's but it's probably one of the funniest things I've seen in uh, since uh, I don't know since a little bit of the bubbly I'd say. It can be.
4: <laughs> well, did Dave just mentioned the impact on the hole? Um... <laughs> <laughs> That's been mine. Um, Arthur's reaction, I think, as well, to Charlie Caruso saying "DP, I love DP," and Arthur just stops and goes, "You don't, you don't mean what you say," <laughs> and then just continues.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, you broke you just broke ground.
3: It's the meme that it's the meme that I saw about that because it, it, Charlie Caruso saying I love DP, the then it cut to Nia Jack shouting my whole three hours later. <laughs> 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 oh, you, you can't write this stuff. It's incredible.
0: Grab what's for your g- favourite part of the week.
3: To me, to me, I think it was like Jay White doing the perfect impersonation of when you wind up someone bigger than you and they actually come at you and you run like a little bitch. Ah.
0: <laughs> pretty pretty know, much, I, guess, he, I was going to say, give some context to the people that don't uh, watch the Japan uh, all that so, often.
3: So, building up towards, the, um, towards this like, six-man tag title match, him and G.O.D. against Ishii, Goto and Yoshihashi, Jay White's just pretty much been a big dick winding them up. Convince, like, pretty much getting them to jump over commentary to come and attack him. And this time he's like, Well, then, fucking come at me. Then, fucking, attack. Ishii literally went through the middle ropes to go after him and he ran like hell. Like, the same way, like, you see some big it's like, What are you going to do? And they take three steps towards and you go, No, fuck that, I'm it. <laughs> I mean, with
0: all fairness, if I saw Ishii running towards me, I would run as well. I think like most people would. Aye.
1: Yeah, I'm he's
0: so. A, <laughs> he's a scary man. Um, I would have to say my favourite part of the week um, is just—I think it's—I don't know why, but it's just because I think I did it in in the flat before it actually happened on Dynamite. Um, but Miro was making his uh, wedding toast to Kip and Penelope, and he, just, he started off saying "What is love?" and I'm sitting in the living room going, "Baby, you don't, don't hurt me." me. <laughs> he tries to do it again, and then the audience at AEW started doing it. I'm like, I'm so proud.
2: Oh, do you know what do you know what I think you might have been referring to? That scene from Friends where Ross is trying. He's like, So what is love? L is for life. Oh is for Oh wow. <laughs> 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 okay oh, can, can you imagine Miro just uh, reciting that that scene from friends like and literally giving it a high pitched E. <laughs> that would just be amazing.
1: Big terrifying
2: w-
3: Miro giving it the ee, ee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I worked the
4: next at the height of that what is love song when it got re-released for a next advert and it got in the charts and all that and honestly it played every ever on the hour and I fucking hated that job. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um
0: but yeah, I th- I think it's been quite a quiet week in wrestling, um it's we probably won't get a lot of stuff kicking around until maybe closer to AEW Revolution and uh, as well as the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view we'll probably have a little bit more to talk about next week because we've got uh, Vengeance Day happening this Sunday so I am going to bid this all adieu, uh, I want to thank my panel, uh, Ross, David and Grant
4: thank you Sarah always a pleasure, never a chore <laughs>
3: <laughs> fucking
4: crawler
0: <laughs> Ross is only here because he needed something to do.
4: Yes, I, I, it's just nice to get virtually out of the house, isn't it? <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, so I'll I'll ask you guys listening, uh, what's been your favourite part of the week of wrestling? Uh, let us know. You can tweet us. You can get on our Facebook page. Um, get onto the community page as well. Sort of. We'll, we need to start talking about wrestling again, guys, because. It's still shitty pandemic, and it's been snowing, right? Which makes it even crappier. So let's get talking about wrestling, and let's all just enjoy it again because it's 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 keeping us together. Okay, I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> Bye, guys.
3: Hi, I'm Scott McLeod, and I'm Grant McRobbie We are the host of the monthly show on East, East Place Retreat: East Meets West. Where we'll bring you all the latest happenings, reviews, and big events from New Japan and the land of the Far East. You remember to check out on the Eat, Eat Seek Toothless podcast feed on all good Android podcasting and sites like Anchor, Spotify, or iTunes now.
1: Sports Social Podcast Network.